All right, what's up, everybody? Left Not Die Later season of of we're back in the recording season. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, today we got um, well, actually, today I, the, my favorite part about the podcast or what makes it cooler is that I'm always like live from certain place, certain place. Yeah, because it's always like the random, most random places. Like last time we did a um, did you from Command and Hoax? I don't know if you met him. Yeah, the vocalist. Yeah, yeah, and Jesse. Uh, yeah, we did it in his basement. Oh yeah, and it was just like. Like crazy as shit like, <laughs> like it was just like I'm like in his basement With like A bunch of noise shit Like You know what I mean Like in the night I'm, And like in Lincoln Heights I'm like okay Like now we're live from Zebulon yeah. We're live at the Zebulon bar And uh, with John From uh, Mud Outlaw Press And uh, X Culture Abuse And uh, am I missing an event? Or a oh, project? Those, those are the good ones yeah Yeah those are the big three Yeah The big uh, <laughs> Cause we don't gotta get into the bands that Like do you, were you like What was the first band you were into? Like First band I was into? Yeah, I mean, first I band played you, in? you played in, yeah. Um, first band I ever played in was, uh, I was a sophomore. Or, all right, so when I was like a freshman, me and my friends, we like started a band. And it was yeah. called like Loser Takes All. Loser Takes All, that's kind of a good name. Yeah, but none of us knew how to do anything. So basically we'd like have band practice, but we just like drank soda and ate chips and hung around and watched movies. <laughs> uh, so n- never actually happened. We'd like pretend play, you know, like in our, you know, like, and it like we'd like be unplugged and just like listen to music and just play like pretend to play along to it um after that uh i was in a band uh sophomore year it was like a real band we started playing some shows it was called forever and a day both awesome little pop punk bands you know little kids singing about how tough life is and then uh and then i was in a band called bravo fucking bravo that that was the first band I was ever in that toured. Yeah, we like came out to California. Uh, Where are you from? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. So how old are you when you moved to California? Twenty three. Oh, okay. So you're yeah, okay. okay. I, I moved out here in two thousand ten. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how was your childhood? Um, are you raised by a single mom? Single mom. Yeah. How uh, was that? It was fine. I mean, like, she worked her ass off, and I had uh, two older sisters, but one of them kind of moved out because she was, like, the badass one, and, like, mom was still trying to, like, r- you know, wrangle us all, like, t- you know, to be good people or whatever. <clears throat> and she was, like, started, like, listening to metal and, like, punk stuff and dyeing her hair. My mom's like, you can't dye your hair. She's like, I'm dyeing my hair. And then yeah. so my mom's like, you can't live here if you're going to dye your hair. And she's like, all right, fine, peace. And, like, yeah. moved out, moved in with my dad. Um, but he was like never really around, and just you guys are off on the same dad. We are. It's me and my two older sisters were off on the same dad. And he just like still wasn't. He what? just like didn't. He just didn't do shit. So like she moved in with him because she could do whatever the fuck she wanted because there was like no rules here because he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like he lived with like this lady who had like four kids. They had they were on welfare. Like he didn't work. It's like a cockroach infested apartment in like the worst neighborhood in like oh, Lawrence, Massachusetts, which is like, which I think at one point it was like the murder capital of America. Oh shit. Uh, just crazy ghetto shit. And uh, but she would rather be free than have the rules or whatever. But my mom wasn't even that strict. Like I don't know. She just she probably didn't want her dyeing her hair because she fucked up the bath, the Man. bathroom, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, like, luckily, because I had two older sisters by the time yeah. I was, like, a teenager, my mom was, like, kind of done bossing people around. She's like, whatever, dude, just go do whatever the fuck. Please don't get arrested. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, shit was good. Like, we lived in a small apartment, and uh, we got by. Like, you know, didn't have fancy things, but, like, I have no complaints, you know? Yeah. I think it's cool because, like, I don't know. Like, now I'm who I am now. I yeah. appreciate things a little more and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah, I think it was, I think it's good. Was she the only guy into rock music? Like traditional rock? A little bit, but I didn't really know it at the time. Like, I, when I was like a teenager and I was like playing in bands and stuff, like, I don't know, the old like classic rock stuff was like not cool to listen to, you know? And like, I didn't really pretend to like be, Whoa, be what, someone I wasn't, but. What was your era? Like when you were young, like new metal? A little new metal in the beginning, like or like, like emo. Like okay, so like I started really getting into music probably around like fifth, sixth grade. Fifth grade is when I like started listening to Blink One Eighty Two, but uh, and I got that CD like on accident. So me and my friends in fifth grade were really into like comedy CDs. So when we'd all hang out, we'd listen to like Adam Sandler or like on a CD. Yeah, like jerky, Audio. jerky boys. Yeah, like prank call stuff. Like oh, okay. like stupid shit. We loved watching Billy Madison and stuff. Like we thought Adam Sandler was hilarious. <laughs> So, 
my friend, it was like his birthday, and uh, there was a store there called Newberry Comics, and they had like a, a promotion thing where it's like certain CDs had like this, like their logo sticker on it, and yeah. if you got it, you would get another CD for free. Bro. So, um, I went to buy him like an Adam Sandler CD, whatever, because I was like the kind of shit we listened to, whatever, just like for fun. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, this has a sticker, so like there's this rack over here, you can pick a CD, and so like the cover of Dude Ranch record is just like. A bowl with like big balls, you know, and I was like, "This looks funny." Is it a different one from the cow one, or is it? Is it no, that's a, that's a cow one. Yeah, it's, it's a cow or is it a bowl? It's, I think it's a bowl. Oh, I just had a digital bowl about this. I can't like all picture right. it in my head. Yeah. It's it's all black, and I think it's got horns or something. Is that what song with Josie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Dude that. Ranch, and yeah, so it's like the cover of the record is like a cow looking back at you. He's got his big butthole and his like balls just hanging there, and I just yeah. I thought it was like a funny CD. Yeah. So I got it like thinking it was gonna be comedy or something, yeah. you know, but it wasn't, and it was. It's tight so yeah. I got that but then uh, um, at, you know I watched a lot of MTV of course so then like once like Corn and like Linkin Park and Papa Roach like came out I was all about that yeah um, fucking fucked around with that for a while and then and then when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out that's uh-huh. when I jumped back into the punk stuff oh okay and then that's been it's been punk pretty much since you know yeah um, but like the classic rock stuff like I got into that way later in life just I didn't really appreciate it when I was younger. I just yeah. I liked, you know, the pop punk hooks yeah. and the and the, the leads and the and the you know short songs that made me laugh and stuff. But um, actually, to be honest, I didn't really start listening to classic rock until I started smoking weed. Oh shit! So that was like I moved out of my mom's house when I was eighteen. I started smoking weed like when I was like nineteen, twenty. You never drank or smoked before that, or I drank a little bit, but never smoked weed ever before that. Why? I had some because your mom or just no no no. So I didn't do it because. Uh, in my high school, the only kids who smoked weed were, like, the hippies, who, like, they didn't look like they had any fun at all. Like, I don't know, there's some hippies that are, like, all all happy and stuff, but these hippies were, like, not stoked on life. I don't know. They were, like, they seemed sad to me, and I was like, they they smoke weed? I don't want to look like... Like, Oasis-looking dudes, or, or like, <laughs> old-school old school hippies? Like, like, street hippies. Like, like... Like Led Zeppelin SF like Hate Street hippies okay. That like Live on the street yeah. You know Like wear sandals to school Yeah Why would you wear sandals to school bro I don't want to look at your feet all day You know <laughs> they, And they don't care So I don't know <laughs> To me it's just like I was like well I don't know Like weed seems dirty Because these motherfuckers Who smoke weed Like look filthy You know That's the craziest thing I've ever heard I almost <laughs> smoke weed Because of hippies That's That's fucking wild Yeah dude I mean I don't know, like, I didn't, re- but I didn't realize that the bands I listened to smoked weed. Like, I didn't realize that. I just thought, you know, like, if you smoke weed, you're like, you know, you, like, listen to Sublime and, and like, Fish or yeah. something, you know? And I didn't want to listen to Fish, so I didn't want to smoke weed. But then, um, uh, and I started smoking weed, and I went on this tour, uh, and the thing was, is we got, like, a conversion van, which is, like, a much smaller van. It's, like, for families to, like, travel on vacation and, like, be comfortable. But it was like all we could afford, so we got that. And then basically, like, there's the two captain's chairs, and then there'd be like a, a bench in the middle, and then a bench on the end, and then that's it. That's the van. So, in order to like load it with gear, we took the middle bench out, and we put the um, we put the like all the gear like in between the back bench and the front seats. So it was like stacked. So if you were in the back, no communication with the front at all. Yeah. So basically, all we had like in the back, so like do is like listen to iPods and stuff so you know when you're driving like five hours like you're just gonna listen to whatever and we were smoking a, a ton of weed at the time so that's when I started listening to Led Zeppelin and like uh, Pink Floyd and stuff like that so then I got really into that shit and uh, that was the, yeah and that was for the band uh, what was the band sorry again uh uh, so I was in a band called Bravo Fucking Bravo. Yeah, it was a, that that was that, for that for uh, that band or no no. So I was in that band for a few years and then uh, and we did we did a few big tours. But then uh, after I, I quit that band and and joined this other band called Antietam. Antietam. Yeah. What um, was that? So that was like a, one of those like noodly screamo type bands. Okay. Like like. So you're like into everything. Big build ups and stuff. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like some, like a little blast beat here yeah. and there, and then like you know, like a nice, a nice, pretty yeah. part. Exactly. I, I imagine that, like little, like yeah. And then like, like, like yeah. whining, and then like scream. A little screaming, yeah. a little singing. Yeah. yeah. No, that band was actually sick, and uh, 
like very creative like the the people that did you change your look like with every like new phase you had or like you always have the same look um because i know there's people out there like a lot of like uh i don't uh do you know sammy winston yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't know him, but I've heard of him. And, like, every, like, and one thing some, when I, like, hear about him, it's like, oh, like, he had to, like, he will go into this look, like, you know, full persona. And, yeah. like, went to a whole new persona. Yeah. No, I, I didn't do, I didn't really do that very much. Um, mostly because I, I don't know, I just didn't really care. Like, I just wore what was, like, comfortable. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I guess, like, I would follow some trends every now and then, like, when flannels, like, I remember, like, the early, like, 2010s, like, when the hundreds, like, blew up, I was, like, all about... The, the hundreds flannels and stuff. Oh, shit. So I was about that shit. Um, but I mean, um, I'm, I guess yeah, I guess a little bit. Like yeah. you know, I had like some phases, but not me. like not like you went to scream and then like had like short hair, crop top, and then like you got into rock and then you like had like I don't know. You it was, like, I mean, like, cool. I get you know what I guess like when I was like. Like when I in my first couple bands or whatever, they were like pop punk bands. So I dressed like Blink One Two, you know, and I had like the hat, you know, to the side and like <laughs> oh, the, shit, yeah. the big socks and the dickies. And then, and then when I joined my first like heavy rock type band, Bravo, um, I wore like skinny girl jeans and like small shirts. Oh, yeah, and, so yeah, you did kind of so like, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then I. Uh, the next band I was in that band when I was like working at American Apparel yeah. back in the day when that was cool so I started wearing all those clothes so yeah it all, it all kind of fit together <laughs> it, it changed yeah so uh, why, why what do you what was the urge to start touring um, you just want to get out of the town dude yeah I mean like I we never went on vacation yeah. like my, my I, yeah, mom can't afford to do shit yeah. I never left Massachusetts like until uh-huh. like there's New Hampshire which is like where I grew up it's like 20 minutes to the New Hampshire border so that's like not even really a different state like Oxnard technically like from here to Oxnard yeah yeah so it's Uh, like like we would go to New Hampshire like every once in a while you know I also had family that lived up there so it's like that's we went back and forth between that but I remember the first time I ever left the state was I went to Connecticut for a show there's like this fest called Friendly Fest and it was like bands like Majority Rule and uh, uh, just like kind of like Level Plane, Hot Cross. I don't know if you know those bands, but... Like Hardcore Punk? Yeah, they were like... Yeah, so like there was like this label called Level Plane Records out of New York. And it was like Seisha was like their first. Damn, I don't know any of them. Okay, so this is like old school. Like This is like what Touche oh, started okay. listening okay. to and then they started Touche. You know? Okay, okay, like early 2000s Hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. artsy hardcore. Yeah. Artsy hardcore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. totally, yeah. I only know like the big ones, like American Nightmare, Converge, and like... Yeah, yeah. yeah a little different. I know there's a video of Jerry from... Is that his name Jerry from Two Shit More? Uh, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy, sorry. Uh, he did a very, he did a video, and he's like, he was like my favorite, top favorite five hard, like top yeah. hardcore bands, and they're like all like that era, and I'm like, that's the one era I'm like not really like, I don't really know anything about. Yeah, yeah, it's a little cutty, dude, because like, I mean, back then the internet wasn't really a thing, so like all these things kind of got lost over time in a way. Well, Scott Bogle was saying that, like, when he's when Terror started, like, right when Terror started, it was like, he, like, was like, oh, like, what happened to, like, 100 Demons Buried Alive type hardcore? And it was just like, like, at the time, it was like, oh, like, it was a lot of artsy shit. So he wanted, like, more, like, yeah. dun, 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 uh-huh. capital H hardcore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I started touring because, like, I wanted to, like, see the world. See the world, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I know you can do that in music, you know, like people want you to, you know, if they like your band, they'll bring you somewhere, you know, like they'll book you a show. You know, I mean, back when I first started touring is like, you know, you'd meet people off like the internet, like MySpace, like LiveJournal or whatever, and make that connection. And then like, I booked a lot of shows in high school. That was like my thing is like, I was like the guy, like I would find these cutty like little venues at skate parks or like, like halls that you would rent out. And I would start doing shows there, and we'd have, like, a couple good shows, and then, like, another band would... Somebody would be there, and they would talk to somebody, and then they would book their own show, and then that show... I was, like, very protective of the places I booked shows at, so I was, like... I, like, never really enjoyed the show, because I was always, like, making sure yeah, people yeah. were, like, not fucking around or, like, whatever. People who book shows shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you call bookers or, like, yeah, agents yeah. or and booking then, agents shit. Yeah, so... But then, like, once other people started booking shows there, they didn't give a shit, so then things would get broken or whatever, like, a table or whatever would get broken. Oh, like, moshing or...? Yeah, like, people just, yeah, just young kids just being stupid and shitty, yeah. you know, and then... Yeah, what was like, a big band from Massachusetts at the time? Like, a hardcore band? No, none? I mean... I mean, at the time, I mean, there was like, yeah, there's like, uh, Bury You Dead. What's up? Uh, 
Converge. Um, Converge is from Massachusetts? Yeah, from Massachusetts. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, that's cool. Um, okay, yeah, so it's not like you guys had it bad. No, no, no. Uh, fuck. Uh, Death Threat? Death Threat's from Connecticut, no? Yeah, but that's New England. Okay. So, like, I, I, I don't really know anything Yeah, but I mean, that's yeah. like, that's like. California. Massa- Massachusetts to New England is an hour away. Yeah. That's so like, like California type of thing Where it's like yeah. the Bay, LA Exactly, Oxford, yeah, yeah, yeah like, So Connecticut is like the Bay in, in the California Not like the Bay But it's like, you know It's like it's like the same shit So it's okay, like, yeah. They're from over here But it's like We're, we're all still close so yeah, it's yeah. like um, Or you could book like A little mini tour like And like it won't Like a weekend thing Yeah, Black yeah. My Heart was a big one. Oh, Black My Heart, okay <laughs> yeah. yeah Okay, yeah, you guys were pretty You had a good We did not hang out With those bands though Those bands didn't, didn't fuck with us uh, They were older or, or did They you were tougher Okay. I was not in any tough bands, you know. They're like, why? Like, also, they were like very like. I, ne- I, I they don't ne- like you because you guys are like. Because we didn't have breakdowns or something, you know. Oh, okay. Which is fine. Okay. The year later, like, did you ever meet one of these dudes? And they're like, I'm like, hey, remember me? No, no, no. Because we never really. I, I never knew any of those people. Okay. Like, you know, I was like, did you know that they didn't like you, or like, was there like a very like? Well, it wasn't that they didn't like us. It was more like we weren't on their radar. Because oh, we were like in a different type of type of scene, you know. We were like small, like basement show type band, you like know? more punky. More, it was hardcore, but yeah, but definitely punk, more punk aesthetics. Like, you know, like those types of bands that would play like these like legit venues. You know, there was this big venue in Boston called the ICC, which was like a church. Yeah. But they had this giant room, and that's where a lot of hardcore shows were. But what, isn't Death like a little bit older than you guys? Yeah. So by the time you were like coming out, like they were like already like they were old. Yeah, they've been around. Yeah, yeah. With Honor was a big one. Oh, okay. Black My Heart is older than you, right? Like, like that bad? I think we're about. I mean, we're probably the same age, people. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. Um, but did you ever have the resentment against hardcore at the time? Like, like be, be, nah, dude. I fucked. I listened to that shit, but like the people I wrote music with didn't. They liked other music. Did, so. Were you ever like, am I kind of like? Wish I could go like two step over there and I got another dog. Side of I'm not lying. I want to be in a heavy band so bad. It's been one of the things I've always wanted to. You're do. still not in a heavy band. You've never had a heavy band yet. Ne- the heaviest band was like Culture Boost when we first started. We were like pretty hardcore, so like our demo and like our seven inch, still like no breakdowns or anything, but but heavier and like faster and stuff. Like a hate breed type band. You want to start a hate breed type band? I want to be in like a band like Dead Heat. Like metal hardcore, like metal hardcore crossover, yeah. But like with sick breakdown parts and like. So like metal for hardcore kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That'd be kind of hard. Like me and uh, a couple of the, the guys in Mutt, we like w- during the pandemic, we got together and we wrote like a bunch of songs that were like, um, like the the hardcore metal crossover thrash thrash type stuff. Um, and then we set a recording date, and then like things kind of came up with some people, and then it just kind of like dwindled out, unfortunately. But I feel like you, it'd be for you, it'd be better more like a power tripist, like bingo, l- yeah. l- like Dead Heat's a little bit more like like thrash metal, tighter. If that makes sense, a power uh-huh. trip is more like rock and roll. With, yeah, like, but it still has like breakdowns. Yeah, I mean power trip is amazing, but power trip is amazing. <laughs> it, yeah, basically we wanted to be like the new power trip in a way. Yeah. You know, so like yeah, yeah, because power trip is a little bit more free, a little bit more loose. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like like you can yeah. add a little more of different influences into it. Yeah, like you. I mean, like as soon as you said that, I reminded. Okay, as soon as you said Teddy, it reminded me of your bad butterfly guitar. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me of the that part of the. Swing it, and then it has like eee! swing of the yeah, yeah like uh, like eee! like it has a little like yeah, like that's a very like ooh like swing of the X is like a hardcore sing along yeah, but then it also has somehow has that guitar part like that's uh-huh. kind of amazing yeah no great fucking song yeah but so so you started booking shows at a young age yeah you started um, being in bands in general at a young age and you also like wrestling right hell yeah so you've been like passionate for a, like what do you think like that came like just being hella passionate like coming from a single mom who's just like. Living day by day, a yeah. dad who doesn't who doesn't care, but yeah, and then you, you are very like, I got like I, like if I love this, I love this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where do you think that came from? <sighs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you're like, well, that's how I was born, but like, no, no, no. I think what it kind of came from is like, so, like I had kids in my neighborhood that I hung out with, but I honestly like hung out a, a lot on my own, like just by myself. Like I had sisters, so we couldn't like do the same things together like we didn't have the same toys or whatever like I had little boy toys you know they had like girl toys and stuff and and uh they're they're a little older than me but like what you know honestly like what I remember is just like 
I, I liked to like chill at home and I like to like make things. So like I would just come home and just draw. Um, you know, like <laughs> I would make my own posters for the wall or whatever. So if I liked, you know, the Foo Fighters, I would like I had like there's tape or whatever and I would just draw the cover like on like Chris like the opposite side of Christmas paper. Yeah. And I'd like make my own posters for my room and stuff and That's then hard. and then uh and then wrestling it's like I just kinda came across it on T V once. Well so like WrestleMania fourteen was in Boston. What year was that? That was in 1998. Oh, shit. That's a lot. So that's like, I saw wrestling on TV once, and it kind of scared me because Mankind was on, and he looked like freaky. He had like parts shaved out of his head and stuff. Yeah. And like I was like, did they rip his hair out? Like I was like, a little kid who didn't understand yeah. what the fuck was going on. I was like, they ripped his hair out. Yeah. Like I was just scrolling past and saw it, and it was just like a little scary, so I didn't really watch it. And then... And your attitude at wrestling. Yours is like yeah, the best one. Yeah. So, and then in 98, because... WrestleMania was in Boston It was like So huge Everybody was talking about it Everybody was buying The pay-per-view Regardless of if you Watched regularly or not uh, So that was like The first wrestling I ever really watched Which is cause You like, bought the pay-per-view too I, Like Oh you saw someone Like else. my mom's boyfriend did Yeah And he's like We gotta watch it It's in Boston You know, It's like the biggest thing It's like the Super Bowl Or whatever yeah. you know, That's how they treated it So yeah. it's like so it was on and like you know like everybody was watching it so i just took you know chilled, pulled up a chair and watched too and i was like what is this shit like i didn't know what was going who on the, who had that year that was stone cold for Shawn michaels for the title Ooh. with mike tyson as the special yeah, enforcer which yeah. means he just like hung out outside the ring yeah. he was just like there to like get some cameras there you know yeah. and some eyeballs on it but i mean like it was a great pay-per-view there was like a the first ever dumpster match you know which yeah. with the new age outlaws and then cactus jack and terry was, funk which was, was the hardcore title no the, the hardcore title was around no the, it wasn't uh, around yet the, um the 24 7 title was there was it was it around then no no 24 7 title was only a couple years old no, um, no no there was one and uh, was it called the same thing so the hardcore title was eventually defended 24 7 oh, okay okay but yeah. that was uh that was like at the end of 99 great. or something yeah 99 2000 okay um yeah i started watching in 98 it was still like kind of like they were still getting to the attitude era then so um, what era was that i mean technically i guess people say that the attitude era started like after survivor series 97 so like that technically would be but to me it's like attitude era was like 2000s like the the day after that yeah. like when stone cold was a, was a champ there was no more Shawn michaels dx came together because dx was just triple h and Shawn michaels at the time so like yeah. the next day x-pac joins like the outlaws join there's china you know and then like they start bringing in like these new people like val venus yeah. and like hardcore holly and it's crazy. You're like a whole like like because when rock, I got that's into, when the rock started coming up was yeah. like the day after. Like that's what I consider attitude era. Like there's definitely a certain date when people think it starts, but it's like I don't know. It kind of starts like when the rock was starting to come up, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's crazy because you're you're a whole new a whole era behind me because I grew up in the ruthless aggression era. So my era is when DX like reunited. Yeah. That was my shit. Or like when yeah. the what's this um. Spirit Squad. Spirit Squad. Yeah, shit. like when yeah. all that shit was going on. That's like 04, 05. Uh, I'm, I'm born in 2003, so like 2006, I had like memory. Yeah. 2005, I started technically watching, I was like two. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then I remember, dude, I, that whole, uh, but uh, yeah, I watch Attitude Era now. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, if I were to watch the Ruthless Aggression Era, for, for more for nostalgia. Those documentaries are great. Those Ruthless Aggression documentaries they have. Yeah, but the Attitude Era is just better. Like, yeah. it just looks cooler. Like, everything's just better. It's like, that's yeah. WWE, like, when they, like, just perfection. Like, well, because at the time too, like they weren't really they weren't really making that much money, so it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like it was like like they still like didn't have like the light. It wasn't such a big production the attitude era, so yeah. it was like really like you know minimal stage. Like they had the big screen, but like they didn't have a lot of lights in a, in the arenas. Like they didn't have like. They weren't showboating in a way. Yeah. Like, Ruthless Aggression, they started, like, putting money into the production. So there's, like, it's bright as shit. Like, you know, everything was clean looking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even uh, the day wrestling started dying was when, uh, you know, uh, the Ruthless Aggression, they had the raw, the, like, like, steel, but it was, like, you know, like, fake steel. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the little, like, uh, it was, like, uh, shit. Um, before they went to, like, screens. Like, to, like, uh -huh. yeah, you know, you remember that? Uh, yeah. It was still the fist. Yeah But then once they like You know how both Ron Smackdown Just had like the screen Yeah And red and blue That's uh -huh. like when it just like Yeah It died Yeah It definitely died Yeah Yeah But um Who's your who, Who's your What's your um what, Do you still like wrestling? Yeah Do you like what, Do you like WWE? I don't watch a lot of WWE Um It's not great No it's not It's not good at all I mean there's some Like Seth Rollins is still killing it I think Um I love Kevin Owens Um I will watch WrestleMania for sure. I will yeah. always watch the Royal Rumble. Um, 
I love AEW a yeah, lot. Right. AEW is cool. It's kind of more my style because the guy who owns that company was an Attitude Era kid as well. Yeah. So he's like, I want wrestling my, you know, not his way, but like, you know, WWE is still rated PG and like, you know, they have investors that they need to please. So it's like there are people oh, yeah, make yeah. there are people making decisions that don't care about the wrestling product. Where like the owner of AEW is like he is a wrestling fan. Like Visek Man's not a wrestling fan. Yeah, he is because he makes the makes money off of it. But if he was making the same money off of doing anything else, he would probably do that. Yeah, yeah. you know. Luckily, Triple H is kind of stepping up in there, and he's a wrestling fan, which is good. Which is why there's like all these indie guys that got signed to WWE for like a couple years there. But now that AEW is out, it's like you have Tony Khan, who's like a wrestling fan. You you let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, all right. I feel like I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. And obviously you get jaded, but I just have this like I've always like said I was like there was just like wrestlers back then have way better characters. Like yeah. now it's like no matter how good the wrestler is yeah. or like how good he could do his promo or anything, uh-huh. like it just like I don't know like wrestlers back then had a more like a it was believable and like just overall like a better character. Now it's like either too like just normal or too goofy. Yeah, I mean uh, one thing that's, that's definitely like. Uh-huh. One thing, I, sorry. I, one thing I feel McMahon does right is how to build a character. Sometimes, yeah. Like I feel like a lot of the uh, like, or he knows how to shape like like mold it well. He is an insane person about like yeah about like the little details. Like he yeah. he is definitely. I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts, and there are people where like you know Vince is like. He sees things just, like, a little bit different. Like, somebody will have, like, a whole thing. He'll be like, okay, why don't you do this? And then that's when it, like, clicks and it works the best. You know, yeah, that, yeah. when he just gives, like, a little bit of that advice or whatever. Like, the, the difference definitely is AEW, they allow the characters to create their own, or they allow, allow the wrestlers to create their own characters and have their own, like, promos and stuff. Like, WWE is, like, they're trying to make... Like, like movie characters. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, they're trying to like, yeah, make make their own thing because yeah. they they want to own the likeness and the the product, and they want to sell merchandise for the rest of rest of their lives or whatever. But um, but yeah, AEW they bring in wrestlers that are like already exist on on the independent scene. They just bring them in as who they are, you know. But I feel like, like I feel like that's like I know it's sounds like asshole, but like something that just does feel like it does feel like. Like that, like that McMahon, or not specifically McMahon, but like that, like, like do this instead, or or like that little adjustment helps. It, you know I mean? Like, cause I like the thing with wrestlers that from just meeting some wrestlers outside of wrestling shows, from like like small wrestling shows, a lot of them like, and I think I heard on another podcast too, is like they are so focused on like the actual like you know the technique of being a wrestler, yeah, that they don't like pay attention to like the character outside world. You know what I mean? Like yeah. outside world shit. So a lot of them like have a very like. Nerdy, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you were to build a wrestler, I'm pretty sure it'd be a little bit cooler because you, like, you know about other things. You know what I mean? Right. But unlike other, unlike other, unlike, unlike wrestlers who are just focused on like the technique itself, and when it, it comes time to build a character, they kind of don't. I mean, it sounds like they don't kind of don't know, or like they just, yeah, they just, yeah. Don't, they just don't have the. Well, here's something you gotta consider: is back in the day before wrestling was like such a huge thing. To be a wrestler, you wanted to, you wanted to be a wrestler so bad that you lived, breathed it, like you sacrificed your family, you sacrificed your your financial situation, like you were on the road, like, and before like the internet and stuff, it's like that's all that mattered was wrestling. So you'd go in a car and you'd just talk wrestling to other wrestlers, and like you'd be, you know, like you'd. All the wrestlers like, were basically touring bands back then. Like yeah. they were just going all, all around the country. They'd go to one territory, then they'd go to the next, and it's like you were just surrounded by wrestling all the time. So that's all you did was think about your character, and like that was the most important thing. Now it's like, you know, like wrestlers are like, you know, they can do other things besides what they want to be actors. They want to fucking, you know, be television music. hosts or whatever. Yeah, they want to do music. So it's like, like. I guess it has turned into more of an an athleticism thing because that's kind of what wrestling fans want too. Like, if you watched a wrestling match from like the late '80s, you'd be bored as shit yeah. because they're slow. And it's like their their thing back in the day was to tell a story, so there has to be like an arc, you know, and all that stuff. And it's like now, a lot of old school wrestlers. The reason why they don't like people like the Young Bucks and they don't like, you know, like 
like people who do a hundred things when they can do ten is because they think that that's like not the, the psychology of wrestling. But it's like these days the psychology of wrestling is to entertain the fans, and it's like the more that they go oh or like get up out of their seat when someone's jumping off of, of a fucking cage, like that's that's what people are there for now is like the big moments in a way, you know. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, like, character kind of goes secondary to, like, the athleticism in a way. But, like, back in the day, it's like, bro, when you had, like, Andre the Giant. Like, you think Andre the Giant went to the fucking gym? <laughs> like, hell no. Like, they're, like, big motherfuckers. Like, one-man gang and shit. Like, that fool was, like, 400 pounds. And, like, he could run, but, like, he didn't drop kick or do shit like that. Yeah. Like, this was, like, you know, so yeah. things changed for sure. But, yeah. 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 All right, back to, back to music. It was just a... A lot of people are like, I don't give a fuck about wrestling. <laughs> um, you never know, man. There's some, there's some like secret wrestling fans out there. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's like, no, I, I wish it was more common if that makes sense. Yeah, like wrestling is sick. Like a lot. Of, well, one thing that I always gets like, you like wrestling? I like wrestling. Sick. And then they're yeah. like, WWE, John Cena. I'm like, no, like, oh yeah, but like, yeah, like yeah. it's just like, it's like saying like I like hardcore, and it's like. Like go to the yeah, but like you know, I also want to talk about like yeah, like everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, like me actual wrestling. I like fans. punk by only listening to Green Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. like Blinker. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, yeah. So, so culture B started when? 2013. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been 10 years. Yeah. Damn. So that was your first like band that kind of like that was like doing something. Yeah. 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 Because all the other bands I was in like. I mean, in, in Massachusetts, like, I felt that there wasn't much going on there as far as, like, a music scene or like, even an art scene. That was, like, the reason I moved to California was because I was just made fun of for, like, being, like, a creative kid who, like, made... They made fun of you? Yeah, like, my friend. Yeah, like, really? Made fun of me, yeah. You know, like, not, like... No, really, no, no, like, I mean, make, I, I understand. But, like, I would show it to them and they'd be like, I don't really get it. Or whatever, you know, they'd yeah. be like, you know, they'd just, like, they'd make, like, a sly comment. You know, that wasn't meant to hurt my feelings in a way. It'd just be like... It wasn't like, oh, cool, dude. Like, it wasn't like super. I, I was like, we don't give a fuck. Basically. I would say they weren't super supportive of yeah. it. Like, you know, they're like, shouldn't you be at work? You yeah. know, like, I don't know. Like, that's kind of how people are out there. Yeah. So, um, and then I met like the Comadre guys, like this band from from California. Comadre. Oh, Comadre, Comadre yeah. yeah. Uh, they're from the Bay, and they were like the first people from California that I knew. Like, we played some shows with them on like a tour in 2005, like um, when I was like touring with Bravo, and then. Um, and then we became friends and like that's how things worked then is like it was all DIY so like we met each other on the road and then they'd hit us up on the internet and be like hey we're, we're doing another tour can you book us a show in Mass and I'd be like yeah we're doing a tour can you book us a show in California and it would just be like yeah like let's just do that so then we became friends for a couple of years and we just kind of got closer and closer and then like the more I got to know them I'm like wow you guys just do everything I want to do but like I don't have the resources to do it out here because there's not like art stores everywhere there's not like Art or, galleries, even, or even you know? like knowing people, like like you kind yeah. of like lift each other up. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, like so, my bands, like basically, we would play the same show, all like we'd play with the same bands, the same venues, to the same people, and it took a while to like, realize that that was like what was happening, because I mean, like when it's just all your friends, you're like stoked on it, but then when you start getting older and you're like, I want this band to like do something, and it's like, well, the only people who know about us are like our friends, you know, yeah. and like. So how long did you move to California? Twenty six. I was twenty three when I moved to California. It was two thousand ten. Um, and then uh, I met Issa, who plays drums in Mutt, and they're also in a band called Dead to Me that was on like Fat Records and stuff. And Fat, then Fat Records, uh, the Dinofx label. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, really? Yeah. And then so we started making art together and stuff like that. And when I moved to California, I wasn't really even like looking to be in a band. I just wanted to like make art like with sure. with like Comadre guys and like do graffiti stuff and just kind of like do that shit out here because I didn't like I don't know you have to like really have a connection with somebody to like start kind of like being a band with them like, you really have to kind of get along you have to vibe really well because like you're around each other a lot you oh, know yeah. and it's like uh, you, people are putting in other creative stuff and it's like you ha have to have like the same kind of you gotta want the same the things have emoji. the same yeah right yeah, yeah you gotta have like yeah exactly like that so um, <laughs> so I like you know I didn't really like think about starting a band really ever when I was out here and then um, David who was the singer Culture Abuse who like wrote all the songs and stuff he um, he was in a band that broke up called All Teeth and then he, he started writing these Culture Abuse songs and I had met him a couple times like at parties and stuff and like I knew him but I didn't really know any like any, really much about him 
And then, um, yeah, one day he just, like, he's like, hey, I'm going to, like, I'm in San Francisco, and I'm going to go to, like, this practice space, like, with uh, with Issa, and, like, we're just going to, like, I have some songs, so we're going to, like, try and work them out. Do you want to come by? And at first I said no. I was like, I just got back from, like, a trip, and it was, like, my first day back at work, and, like, I had this girlfriend I was really serious with at the time, and, like, I was gone for, like, a week and a half without her. So I was like, I said no, because I was like, she's going to want to, like, hang out with me tonight, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, we haven't seen each other in a week. I can't be like, I'm going to go to this band practice babe like sorry that I just started like, yeah like, like not even a thing I'm just gonna go hang out with like these goobers over here and uh and so I texted her I like kind of texted her like what was like I was just like hey like you know what do you want to do tonight and she was like I don't know like whatever and I was just like oh, okay cool and she's and I, somehow the conversation was like yeah David asked me to like go play, play music but like you know I know that you probably want to hang out and she's like hey like I know that you want to like I know that you've been itching to be in a band again so like go do it like we can we got forever you know like we'll hang out tomorrow and I'm like, all right cool so that was the first culture piece practice and then it was basically like fucking it was the songs were so dope i was super into them so uh, when you moved to like just do r and like do all this stuff do you ever have some sort of like um, i don't know like fear or like not fear but like like was there like i don't know how to explain like so before i moved to california i had a lot of fear about art because I thought everything needed to, like, I don't know. It seemed like everything had to be perfect and really good. and Or don't do that at all type of thing? Yeah, or, like, I don't know, like, because I wasn't surrounded by I surrounded myself, like, with, like, graffiti and stuff. And, like, I watched, like, some, there were some documentaries that I would watch about some artists and stuff. But, like, you know, besides graffiti, like, the New England didn't really have... I didn't know of any art scene there. Like, there was no art shows. Like, there was just graffiti. Like, and graffiti was, like, really, really big there for a while. Um, and so I did, like, one art show there, but it was, like, at a place, like, a cafe thing that I worked at. So basically, I just, like, hung up stuff on the wall. It wasn't, like, a uh, real... The job you worked at. Yeah, like, yeah. the job I worked at. Um, but then once I moved to California, man, like, all the people I was with were so supportive. And, like... If you'd make anything, they'd be hyped on it, you know? And, like, well, I was so used to, like, making, like, spending hours working on something, I'd show it to my friend, you know? And he'd be like, cool, man, good job. What, is, what does it mean? You know? And it's like, what well, it doesn't mean anything. It's just yeah. an interpretation. It. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just interpretation, you know? It's expression. And then coming over here, it's like, I would make a little, like, zine. And, like, my friends would be like, dude, can I have one? Like, yeah. sick, you know? Like, I started making zines when I was living in Massachusetts, too. And, like, I was just giving them out for free. But, like, I couldn't give them away. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd be like, you want to, I took these Polaroids and I put them in this book. You want to check them out? And my friends would be like, man, I don't really know. Like, I don't know. Hey, what uh, like, what am I going to yeah, do? No, that's it, yeah. You know? And it's like, people, like, these people weren't like collectors or like, you know, they, at least at the time, like, but, when, yeah, when I, I go back to visit now, it's much different. All my friends are very supportive and like, they buy all my, all the stuff I make online. Like, they buy any zine I make, like my friends buy, but like at the time, it just didn't make sense to them, like what I was doing. And like, one of the things too, that was crazy was when I worked at American Apparel, like, um, Vice had, like, some deal with them or whatever. I think because American Apparel, like, just took out the most ads and, like, Vice, they would just ship Vice magazines, like, to Ooh. all the American Apparel stores for free because Vice was, like, a free magazine. I don't even know if they make print issues anymore, but they did at the time. And Vice was, like, they turned me on to people like Dash Snow, who's, like, this artist from New York who was, like, a big graffiti writer. Oh, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine, yeah. And, like, Jason Dill and stuff. Oh, like, uh, so they would have, like, features about them, like, as artists, like, in their magazines. And that's when I was, like this is like what I want to do you know like I want to like meet these guys and hang out like I want to like live like these motherfuckers like in like a cool apartment with like all your friends and you're all just making stuff all day like that's what I want and um you know that's like the, my friends weren't those types of people like they you know we listened to music and like we hung out and we partied but it was you know it was more about like just sports and yeah. work and stuff you know yeah. so um I mean that's kind of brave like I think about myself like no, I'm also in LA, so yeah, but I got yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like, yeah, like sometimes I'm like, that's the biggest thing with me right now. I was like, I love like, like art and like you know zines and yeah, but I have everything. But sometimes I'm I'm worried about like damn like, like I should be like I should be focusing on like what the fuck am I gonna do with my life? You know what I mean? Like, and to be honest, man, like especially living in Massachusetts, like I would watch MTV or whatever, and I'd see these bands, but none of them were like the biggest band from Massachusetts are Aerosmith and Godsmack Ooh. you know and it's like that's not happening for me because I'm not in those types of bands you know so it's like uh, you like Aerosmith? yeah I got uh, <laughs> stupid ass Aerosmith I love Aerosmith yeah dude I love Aerosmith but uh you know like uh I mean like 
you would see these people like being like you know like bait like come up or whatever and it's like i don't see that for myself where i'm at like i, I just knew that and like it is crazy because once i moved out here everything is so accessible and it's like this is like a hub of like music and art so it's like you meet the right people and then all of a sudden you're in in like this world that's like if i was just because of the the way the internet is now i think you could do, you could do this type of stuff anywhere as long as you like you know like if people want to see it they'll find it or whatever i don't know if like people share it and stuff it's different but like that back then this like the internet wasn't the same thing no 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 yeah. so it's like there wasn't sharing like you know you, you if you wanted to share something you'd have to like save an image and like email it to somebody instead of fucking just sending it in a phone you know yeah. so it's like now you can just on google like tap exactly and just send yeah it right there. everything's so accessible so it's like maybe uh, maybe that's like one of the big differences is like once when i moved out here it's like they still had like I think the second iPhone came out like oh, so shit. the iPhone I got my I, first I saw the iPhone 3 one time and I was like Whoa. dude like, that like was my first iPhone yeah it's, and it's crazy small and like everything looks Chubby. ridiculous on yeah. it yeah it's huge I saw it no but like it's crazy because you had it but when I saw it I was like oh this is like a like history yeah <laughs> and then, like when I saw it I, was like, I still have it too oh, I keep shit. like I, I have all my old iPhones I don't know why I to just, me the oldest iPhone is like the 6 yeah <laughs> yeah I had the, I, I had the iPhone 3 which was like the first want like I don't know it was like the first one you can take videos on and stuff I don't know so the was, first iPhone you couldn't take videos on I, maybe I don't know, I don't know <laughs> dude I remember it was just crazy I mean but do you think like I mean yeah the internet like everything's so accessible anyone if anyone I don't know anyone could find a documentary now and just get inspired and etc when I want to do everybody could do anybody could do all yeah yeah but I feel like that just makes it kind of a little bit like like too easy because like I mean I'm, well yeah I, I, I mean I can't say shit because I'm also from the internet era but but um I did grow up with the internet and I grew up in South Central where it's like it's so like everybody thinks of LA and they think of like Echo Park Highland Park and all the fools were like LA or like you know like LA whatever I'm like from LA but they're actually from somewhere else like only go to Highland Park Echo Park and never go to South Central because South Central is like people have two ideas of LA LA of like I'm gonna be an artist and I'm gonna be like in Hollywood and be an actor and then there's like the ghetto LA like you know like South Central which is like a whole nother world yeah but one thing I do realize is like damn like no, I, I, like it's it's kind of too easy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now it's like I, I like I don't know. Every, I feel like everybody's into art. Everybody's into like all the shit because it looks cool. Like right, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I, like I'm pretty sure. Like you say, when you come from like 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 the your homies like not supporting now they support. It's like now there's the reinsurance from the internet. You know what I mean? For sure. Before if you like something, you like something. No, yeah. also like even with rock music. Like one thing in high school, I used to be like you know like you know where like. Anything from Rings of Saturn shirts to like Guns N' Roses shirt, people be like, "Oh, what the fuck is that? Like, why are you wearing that?" Yeah. But when the TikTok Deftones thing happened and everybody is now wearing eyeliner and like listen has a vintage corn shirt, now a lot of the kids that I went to high school with, when we were in high school together, they were like, "You're a fucking you know f word or whatever." And now they're like, you know, like it's cool. Yeah. Like, that's like the trendy thing. I know. Like now, like before, if you had black green hair for a girl, you were like, you know, like what the fuck. But now, like every girl has that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, fucking, like it pisses me no, off. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Like you can be anybody you want to be these days, and it's it's awesome. Yeah. You know, like like nobody wanted to have an identity back then. Now everybody's looking for an identity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um. But I mean, getting closer to wrap this up. I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, you're gonna play like what time? Oh yeah, you gotta play. Like- oh, doors are like at six. We play at nine. Oh shit. I yeah, I gotta get out of here because yeah, I'm not 21. Cops <laughs> are gonna come. Is it 21 plus? Yeah. Oh dang, my bad. I mean, also Candy's playing tonight. Oh, for real? Yeah, you should have played with Candy. Oh dang, I didn't know that. Yeah. Is Bib playing too? Yeah. No way. <laughs> you like son of a bit. Yeah. Damn, I just I saw them and sat. Where are they playing? Tonight and Boyle Heights. Boyle Heights I mean the show starts at 8 no. Oh cool That's good So No first band goes on at 9 So when you're playing Oh yeah so you can see them Yeah Yeah Well we have a air, We're gonna go to Joshua Tree after this Oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And we, we already have the Airbnb So it's like We're already paying for today You know <laughs> We're not even there So <laughs> So you're 36 Yeah You were in a popping band You've been in a lot of bands Yeah You have a brand You have Another band Yeah <laughs> what, what do you think is next? You're gonna have kids, get married, move to, <laughs> move to back to Massachusetts. Nah. Work at an office, cut your hair. I have uh, my girlfriend currently already has kids, so I don't need to worry about that. She's got. Oh, you're a stepdad. Not technically. You're a 
You're the, I'm Danny. You're the, that's who stepped up. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just there. I'm like the awkward boyfriend. They're like, who is this guy? You what know? do you have long hair? Is it? Why do I have long no, hair? No, like the kid is like, what do you have long oh, hair? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They think I'm some like freak out kid. <laughs> especially because I drive that van. Like, I use that for the band, but like. Oh, it's your personal car? That's like what I use. That. I mean, like, cause I don't drive very much, so it's like, you know, to get to her place, I gotta drive. Yeah. So I pull up in that, and they're like, "Why is this? Why is this kidnapper here?" You know, that's crazy. Can you pick up my kid? It's yeah. like, you, like some dude with long hair. In the yeah, band. yeah. I'm like, "What's up? Get in." It smells like weed in here. Yeah. <laughs> like the teacher drops over there. Is that a type of ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm just doing my thing, bro. Like, uh, uh, I'm not looking for like marriage or nothing yet. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm still trying to. I got some goals to reach, which is just. I don't know what they are technically. It's just like, <laughs> I, you know, I'd like to just <clears throat> to make art and make music for like a living. It's it's stressful to do that, however, because like when you have to depend on being creative as like a job and like that's how your income comes in, I feel like I would just stress myself out and I wouldn't really be able to like do it. I would just, I'd be like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. so like I always keep like a job just so like there's like a base income coming in. Uh, I mean, does Outlaw make money? Outlaw does well, yeah. Um, I don't like keep. It's not like I like am making money. Everything that is made just goes back into it, you know. Because I, I don't know if you ever place an order, but like whenever I ship out an order, it's like I have like tons of stickers. I have pins. Like I get like stick. Like if I'm doing like a boot or whatever, like I'll get stickers made of that band, you know, or like patches or like. A pin or I remember um, when I bought one thing and it came with a bag and a bunch of cool shit. Yeah, like posters. Like I, I use any profits to like buy shit to put in for free, because that's just how I've always done it, you know. And I don't know, like in my opinion, if you order, if I order something from somebody online, I'm not necessarily like upset that it's just what I ordered. Like if I just, yeah, I know if, it, if I order a shirt and then it's just a shirt in the bag, you're like, okay, cool. I mean, this is what I bought. But imagine Send a sticker Imagine like Yeah Imagine like ordering a shirt And then you get like A poster of the band That the shirt is of And it's a different design Than the t-shirt It's like an old flyer That I like found And fixed up Or made my own Like combined a couple Old Like I did When I did the Pantera thing They had like a record release show For Cowboys um, From Hell And it was two different flyers And they were both Had sick parts about them So I mixed them together Um, But then I also made like Like Rest in peace, dime bag like pins and like all kinds of stuff. Like the Blink Man Two drop I did, I got vinyl stickers that were just the Blink old Blink logo. I got these little pins made of them, uh, and then I found like this uh, this press release that their first label put out when they when they had to add the 182. Yeah. They put out a press release, and so I found that, fixed that up like to make it look nice, and then I made copies of that. And like so, it's like you order something for me, you get you get extra shit that you're not expecting, which is. I don't know. To me, if I was like a little kid or whatever, yeah. or even as an adult, like I remember when I placed an order with the hundreds online, I like they have the comment section. I was like, send me a bunch of stickers, man. I'm gonna put them up every all over my city, bro. I love the hundreds. Send me all the stickers. It's like I got like four stickers, and I was like, fuck you. I could be helping you guys yeah. out. So it's like I, you know, when I send out orders, man, I put so much shit in there, so people just get hyped and want to buy yeah. again, you know. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, Outlaw, Outlaw does well because I, I, I sell a good amount, so it's like I'm I'm happy with the workload. It's pretty cool for a DIY thing. Yeah, and it's just me doing it, so yeah. it's like I, like, you know, I design the shit, I put them online, you know, I order them from my homie Jimmy, shout out Edgeman Printing um, from Detroit. He prints all my shit, he sends it back to me, I go through it, I take an inventory, I fold it all up, and then I ship out every order, like, all by myself, so... It's like it's a process and it does take a little while because it is just me and like I have homies that would help but it's like I don't know like they're not really gonna enjoy doing that I kind of enjoy putting packages together but like you know my friends they, they would come over to help me to help me they don't want to actually do the work so it's yeah. like I'm not gonna like actually force them to do something yeah. so it's like I don't know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it because whatever um, so sometimes when I do like an order, sometimes it takes like a month or two for it to get out, which is why I like to put the extra stuff in as like a, kind of like a thank you. Like you were patient, appreciate you. Like so, you know, here's some extra shit you didn't know you were actually getting. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, last question. And we're gonna do this or that. Wrap it up already because it's already. Um, <laughs> I need to go walk my walk my homies dog. Too. Oh for sure. But um, yeah. I mean, I mean, have you ever like? 
do you think the, would you ever do like just like buy a bunch of shirts like buy them alright I know I know you have to like see how many orders come in so, like print my own shirts mm, yeah maybe or or like or like just like buy a hundred shirts like just print them already and then just hope they sell <laughs> oh that's how I started doing it and that's not work. a good like when I, I feel like you'll work now because you it might yeah it, yeah now that there's more followers and shit like that, that like I did that I did that with some hats like so when I first started that's that's how I thought it needed to be done was like you design the stuff you get it printed and then you do like a whole campaign you go and you take fit photos of your homies wearing it and and then you post it and you do like a month from now these are going to be online and like I did that and then when I would I would do everything I'd do the build up I'd buy the shirts and then I would take the photos and I'd do a campaign but it was so small at the time that when I fucking actually put them out it's like I sold like five and it's like now I have 45 of these left you know like shit yeah. and no, you, I feel like you'll do it now like, yeah, I could. Down. Like, I did like a, I did like these stone cold hats, and like I just knew like they would sell, so I like I ordered like forty hats, and then I put them online, and I already had them, and they shipped out immediately, which is cool. But, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like I just like the way because then, then now I'm not like I'm never I I order extras um, just in case there's like a pop up or something to do someday, you know? Yeah. Like I've done one this this past year, but like, I want to do more. Yeah. So I order. I always order extras just just in case there's like an event that I can be a part of. Like I did the metal merchants thing yeah, yeah. down here. That's once. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I already knew about it, but yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm a shirt there. Yeah. So I mean, that's yeah. So I like to do stuff like that. So like, I just have like a little bit of stock, but like, I don't want to like, I don't know. I, it's cool. To me, it's like I'm the only like instant gratification stuff that that I'm like into or whatever. You know, like people like will sit there and, and dead scroll on on Instagram, but like. I just like to fuck like I like to put the shirt up, have everyone be hyped on it, and then sell them. Like I don't want to like buy so much of one shirt and then have to push it for months. You know, like yeah. to try and sell them all. It's like, hey, I still got these shirts left. You know, so it's like, or just do the typical like buy like twenty limited. Yeah, or, like just do very like, limited. Some, and then yeah. just like, but don't say it's limited. And then yeah. they'll sell and then reprint and then not yeah. reprint and, and like, then just, sold out and then you yeah. can hype it up. Yeah, that's, that's like cool. that's. I feel like even like the little like every bootleg like I have done that before. I, d- I did do that once when I I got these hats and I made I took the Jawbreaker logo uh, yeah, and I, I switched it to so it said Lawbreaker. Yeah, yeah. And I got these hats made, but like. They weren't selling, so then I I was like sold out, and then it was like, oh man, I wanted to get one, and I was like, well, I ordered more; they'll be here in a week, you know. And then once I put those up, those sold. So it's but like, you got like stuff like the Guns N' Roses shit, the Stone Cold shit. Like uh-huh. I feel like there's like certain like your like your um like like your uh, like, hey, your it's famous designs. You know what I mean? Like your famous designs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, it's funny because. That is the, the the part that sucks about it is like I will do a pre-order and people will share it and like it'll sell well or whatever. And then once people start getting their packages or whatever and if they post them online, then more people want it. And then they come and they're like, you don't have this for sale? And I'm like, that was like a pre-order. Like I only order, you know, like, so <laughs> that is that is the bummer part is when people discover it or if they see a homie wearing, they're like, where'd you get that? And they're like, oh, I got it from this place. And then they go to buy it. Obviously it's not there. Yeah. So that is... That, it is a, it is a good thing to, to do like yeah. to do that. I mean, that, and that's another reason why I buy like leftovers because sometimes people will just send me a message. Like, bro, do you have any more of these left? And I'm like, yeah, actually, I do. Like, they're, oh, they're just not like on. They're just not like always for sale. Another reason not to always have things for sale too is because it is a bootleg. So it's like, if it's always up there, like motherfuckers will. Yeah. You know, I've gotten only one cease and desist so far uh-huh. from Blink. Oh, the only you just did. Yeah, so like the thing is, I did it twice in one year. I, I I did the drop in February, and then they got shipped out. Everyone was hyped on them, and everyone kept asking me about it. And so I was like, all right, like I guess I'll do another round of them. And then once I did that, that's when I got the cease and desist because I went the recent I, one. Yeah, because yeah. I I did it too much, you know. Yeah. Like if it's always out there and people are always they do big promoting it, too, yeah. yeah, it's like then they're gonna you know they those motherfuckers will see it and they'll be like you can't do that you know but if you just do it cutty like i don't even like say that i'm gonna do a drop i yeah, just yeah. i just kind of do it and hope it goes well and uh and then you know it's like not enough time for whoever i'm doing a boot of to figure out that it exists and then get a lawyer to like send me an email you know if that's already on their radar then it's much easier to catch me you know yeah 
down. But yeah, I mean, this shit's sick, though. That shit's for real sick. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. All right, we're gonna do this or that, wrap it up, just because right. doors are open and then you can hear the shit. Yeah. All right. You know what this or that is? So I will say, like, blink or green day. Okay. Yeah, you just, All right. Real right. quick answer. All right. All right. So we're gonna try to do as much, because I was looking forward for that one for you, because I know you like a lot of shit. Okay. All right. Stone Cold. No, Stone Cold's already big. Yeah. Anyway, um, HBK or Triple H? HBK. Orange soda or Coke? Coke. Walmart or Target? Target. Haybreed or Death Threat? Haybreed. Metallica or Slayer? Metallica. Under Demons or Buried Alive? Buried Alive. Terror? No, nothing beats Terror. <laughs> uh, Gun, Guns N' Roses or Motley Crue? I'm gonna go Motley on that one because there would be no there'd be no guns without Motley to be that's honest. True, so. That's true. Uh, Poison or Cinderella? Ah, Cinderella, dude. I don't like Brett Michaels at all. I don't like him, but dude, Poison slaps. <laughs> Poison's not bad. I like CC Deville. I think he's a crazy motherfucker, and that's cool. I don't mind Rock of Love. I think that's a funny show. <laughs> Brett Michaels, like, <coughs> I, he annoys me. So Cinderella for sure. Bon Jovi or Bon Jovi Aerosmith? Aerosmith. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, shit, shit, shit. Winger or White Lion? White Lion. Red Hot Chili Peppers or Green Day? Green Day for sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. You got one? No. No. Uh, <laughs> shit, shit. Why did it? I was pissed Converse or Vans? Vans. Right. I like I like skate highs. Um, okay. I'm wearing Reeboks right now, but uh, Converse are uncomfortable for me. Yeah, like they're because it's like a canvas. I don't feel like the support. You know, okay. like a shoe should. I feel like I'm wearing sandals. Nike or Adidas? Converse. Um, Nike. <laughs> Hell in a Cell. Ooh. Or Elimination Chamber. Ooh. Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber. Oh, Hell in a Cell is sick, but Elimination Chamber is more exciting. All right. You know? Survivor Series or SummerSlam? Survivor Series. Survivor Series. <laughs> TLC match or Money in the Bank? Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. More smart stake there. Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin or Black Sabbath? Led Zeppelin. The movie Lil Nicky. Uh, we were just watching for the first time today. Uh-huh. Lil Nicky or... Oh, fuck over uh, What's the one with... Uh, he's a golf player? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. <sighs> Little Nicky, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, death or obituary? Obituary. I hate God or God flesh? I hate God. Dope, man. Yeah. Uh, we hung out with the bass player's house once. He has like a 150-year-old turtle. What the That's fuck? fucking huge. He just lives in his backyard. Like, we went out there to like smoke weed. He's like, watch out for the turtle. And we were like, what? And he's like, yeah, he's, he's like a legit like snapping turtle. So he will bite you. At uh, 150 years old. Yeah. And so like, I have a picture of him holding it. And it's like, dude, he was like, it took, for, it took him so much to just lift it. Oh, shit. It's like, it's humongous. How long did the turtle live for? A long ass time, I guess. Like, <laughs> it was like I mean, years. maybe it was like a hundred years old or something. But turtles live like about 100, 150 or something. They're, I mean, dude, they're slow as shit. So it's like, shit, okay. it's crazy. All right, three more. Dinosaur Junior or Primus? <coughs> Dinosaur Junior. Motionless in white. Oh, motionless in white or escape the fate. I've never heard of either of those bands. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll, we'll replace I'd them. go Under Oath if we're going <laughs> that, that style. Suicidal Tendencies or Descendants? Descendants. Yeah. So, I like Descendants. Um, and last one would be... Be a wrestler or be a, a famous musician? be a wrestler damn really oh yeah. we probably get to try the music thing. Yeah, yeah I know the, I know what, what what it takes to be a musician yeah wrestling is sick yeah I'd want to be a wrestler what would your wrestler name be I don't know man as a kid I had like little goofy names like too embarrassing to talk about but um I mean like when I first moved to California and I got asked that question 
I answered it as Boston John. For Boston. some reason, yeah. I don't know. I came up with it, and then like when Instagram came out, that was my first Instagram <laughs> name was Boston John. <coughs> and so, yeah. I feel like you'd be the wrestler who just have a fake name, like John Sayers. Oh, I'm sure that's what they would want. I would want like a like a one worded like an Undertaker type name. You know, okay. like I would want a name like that. When people ask like what kind of wrestler I would be, so when Dean Ambrose was in the Shield. That's the type of wrestler I would oh, want to be. Yeah, he's like, a, without the shield, but like just crazy. His I'm attitude, yeah. yeah, the way he wrestled, and then like even when he like went like into when he was just solo, like he wore just like the jeans and like the the white beater or whatever. And he's kind of more my style, like brawler, Stone Cold style. Um, and it's funny because I had a friend that I worked with at this this place, and she was like a photographer, and she needed to like do this project where she took pictures of people dressed up as the career that they wanted and I was like do me dude I want to be a wrestler so I dressed up and it was basically it was like dead on Dean Ambrose dude I just wore like like <laughs> jeans and like I got like a, a gray like like champion hoodie and I cut the sleeves off and I had the hood on and I cut like the, the hood off a little bit so it was like 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 look like work like workout wear you know yeah. and yeah so I like dude it was all straight you up know you're, you know you I feel like well fits you mm. like the what do you call the underwear or the the, the trunks yeah the trunks the trunks you just need more tattoos a beard and then like the long hair and then like just the black like you know like Andy look. from Every time I die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was thinking about that. I yeah. fuck with that. Yeah, 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 that's a good look. That's what yeah. I feel like with so, yeah, oh, like Brody King. Yeah, yeah, and then like you, like the Sandman, like where he comes in through the crowd. Yeah, like you would just need like a yeah, like a hammer. Like you know what I mean? Just come with the hammer through the crowd, and then like you just be like, yeah, that. you'd be called like oh the outlaw. Yeah. John- oh. Johnny Outlaw or something. Yeah, yeah. John Out Al- Johnny Outlaw. Oh. And then you're just like uh, like a southern like. You know, like trashy dude where you just come from and then like you disrespect people Fuck. or like fans are like you know coming through the crowd and you just with the hammer we you, got we got like, money here right dude, now yeah and then like money and then like people are like want to say what's up and you're like get out you're yeah like, i'm a heel for sure yeah it's like yeah oh i'm about I'm, that yeah that's a good one thank you you know how like our truth would like say something in the mic out like wait like sing uh-huh. but you'd be like hold on yeah he's like look at you all you bastards like yeah, yeah. it's like like i said shut the fuck up all you, you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. Johnny Outlaw, yeah, yeah. Johnny Outlaw, dude. dude. We just got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm about it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's gonna be uh, yours. Uh, yeah. This yeah. is John Johnny Outlaw. There you go. Yeah, Johnny Outlaw. Thank right. you, man. Thank you for listening. Hell yeah.